Welcome to the Daily Well Podcast with Andrew and Kate Seppo, your podcast for all things holistic health and wellness from a Christian worldview. Hello, people. We are so excited to bring you another podcast today. My lovely bride, Kate, and myself, Andrew, here in the studio. We're really excited. Today is a topic that uh, I think is really, really misunderstood sometimes, and it's something that we all do, but maybe we don't do it as well as we should. It is probably the most overlooked and neglected area of health that I've seen from a holistic standpoint. Yeah, it's it's, and you you're, you'll hear so many different things. Some people will say you don't need a lot of this. Some will say you need a ton of this. And the question is, where does the truth lie? What is what is what does the Bible say? First off, what what is what does science say? And, and then let's t- dive into really what have we discovered in our own lives. So I know you're all wondering, well, you probably have been able to read the topic, but the, the, <laughs> the, the, the topic we're talking about is rest, sleep, or if you're a really, really, really strong Christian, we might call it a Sabbath. So, a Sabbath life in a Christ. Sabbath, a Sabbath life in Christ. Maybe that would be the topic. But yeah, so, so let's break down from a physiological standpoint first off. What is our body, what is research say that our body needs and you probably have all heard this you know you need at least seven or eight hours of sleep a night that's very true but i would say the research i've been reading that's been coming out in the last couple of years is saying you need more like nine or ten hours you really need uh, at the the eight is not like oh get that it's that's the bare minimum you need for your body to function the way it, it optimally can and i've also read that you need different amounts of sleep in different seasons of life So for example, in the winter, when it's darker quite a bit more, you have different circadian rhythms and that requires more of your sleep based on how your body uses nutrients and yeah, different times of the year. So yes, we, your sleep differentiates based on what you need, based on what you're going through in life. That makes sense. Bio-individuality is is another word for that. Um, And so one of the things that we look at too is we mentioned a circadian rhythm. Kate, what, what is that? You mentioned that. What is a circadian rhythm and what does it do in the body? A circadian rhythm is simply just the biological clock that your body functions on. In a perfect world, as the sun comes up, that's about when we're able to get up. That bright morning light will hit our eyes, understand and secrete the appropriate hormones and chemicals. So you have something such as cortisol, which is higher at night and lower in the day. Growth hormone, again, higher at night for cellular repair. So your body secretes different chemicals and hormones based on the time of the day, when you're resting, when you should be awake. Um, And in a good world, obviously too, um, if you're not being on screens too much, if you listen to our last episode, um, you'll see the sun start to go down. That lighting will help your body register that it's time for sleep, start producing that melatonin and wind you down for a really restful night of sleep. So yeah, the circadian rhythm is the biological clock that your body runs on. And it typically is is based on the sun and where it's at in, in the sky throughout the year, that kind of stuff. Um, but I'm sure you're wondering, what, but Kate, Andrew, I, I work second shift. I'm awa- I have to be awake during the middle of the night or I work midnights. And, and you're right. We, we as a society, we've, we've, we've prioritized work and we work and we work. And we, we've, we've got people on these 24-hour schedules. It's, and in some professions, it's genuinely necessary. Absolutely. Like the medical field, like hospitals have to be staffed overnight, absolutely. ER clinics and that kind of stuff. Firefighters, nurses, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. And, and we have, we've actually, in our, in our practice over in, on the west side of, of, uh, of Michigan, we had a lot of people who worked um, in factory jobs where they were producing things and they had three-hour shifts. They had first, second, and third shift. And so we did this. Mm-hmm. We, we did a couple of different talks to them 
specifically on how to get good rest, even if you are working, you know, third shift and you're going in at, you know, 10 o'clock at night and you're coming out at six or seven in the morning and, and you're sleeping during the day. So there are some really interesting tips. We can go into those a little bit later. But the biggest thing is we need sleep from a biological standpoint. Sleep, it does a lot of things. It actually, it rewires our brain. It helps us transition short-term memories to long-term storage. So if you're a student listening to this and hopefully you're not cramming for finals or whatever, but if you are trying to retain information, adequate rest is actually probably better for you than staying up super late the night before the exam and trying to cram as much information. I know it, I know it seems faulty and I've been there too when I was in undergrad and grad school, but the more rest you can get, the better turnover rate you're going to get from those, those, those flashcards to long-term storage. Proper amounts of sleep are just integral to your health in terms of getting rid of toxins. It helps for cellular repair and regeneration. It improves your brain function. It helps you to relax more, to be have decreased stress. Stress is associated with almost every known chronic health issue out there. So if you have good sleep, your risk for things like strokes and heart disease and diabetes and pretty much any chronic illness is going to be improved by getting better sleep. Yeah, yeah. And let's just be honest, waking up after a good night's rest feels amazing so you're that, that's your body telling you hey let do this do this more often this is fantastic this is fantastic but despite knowing how good rest is for us and scripture repeatedly in every section telling us that rest in a sabbath life in christ is an important and integral part of our lifestyles and how god created us it always seems to be the first thing that we nix when our schedules get to be a little bit tighter rather than maybe saying oh this extra commitment needs to go or this night out can't happen we seem to go well we can kind of have our cake and eat it too and try to cram everything in and all of a sudden we have very poor sleep and we're not sure why we're grouchy i believe that's called uh burning the candle at both ends is that correct uh, that is correct and uh, we've been there too i'm somebody who's notorious for that i'm a yes man so i like to say yes to everything and prioritizing time for rest and for time to be in bed, asleep, and even throughout the week. This isn't just even sleeping. This is, this is again, managing your schedule and finding, you know, a day or so throughout the week to have a Sabbath. And, you know, I, I know some people are, are either really staunch, hey, you have to have a Sabbath on Sunday because it's the Lord's Day, or you have to have it on Saturday because that's when the Jews had their Sabbath was from sundown to sundown and you can't do anything. You know, I think if we look at Jesus, we see the heart of that is not to have so such a religious ferocity for one specific 24-hour period, but to have a heart that is allowing God to work on you and mm-hmm. to be quiet and to still and quiet your mind. To be available for wherever He may call you. Yeah, yeah. To so, hear from Him. Yeah, I mean, you know, all throughout Scripture, we find that Jesus uh, and, and the, pro- the prophets of old talk about listening to a still, quiet, small voice. And if you're not allowing yourself time to be quiet and you're just— you know, constantly going, 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 and you never intentionally have that time to hear from the Lord, you will not hear his voice and you will find yourself in a weird funk sometimes and just not know where you're at. So this is this is as much a physiological as much as it is a spiritual mm-hmm. discipline that is yeah. hugely important. That's good. And we're gonna leave you with some tips for getting better rest. Now, these are only valid assuming that you've actually made the time to get better rest. So that's step one. Prioritize it. Yeah, prioritize. Um, Your body really thrives on habit and environment. And so most of our tips are going to revolve around maximizing both of those elements. So your mind, really, you need to disconnect from work. And this is 
my husband's working in ministry right now, and I know that this can be a really challenging aspect to, especially a job where you always feel like you might be on call. But really setting a time that you're not going to check email anymore, that you're going to disengage from the pressures and the stress of maybe your outside life, um, spend time with your family, and then finding a routine. You're, we have a routine for our 18-month-old daughter because as soon as I turn on that sound machine and pull out that sleep sack, you can see your eyes getting kind of heavy. Um, our bodies all are wired to respond to habits. And so I have a habit of I like to read a book before I go to bed. I like to uh, read a book as well. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> it is a lie. <laughs> if you can't tell, I'm being sarcastic. No, I, I really enjoy, um, really just winding down with a good conversation. I'm, I'm a pillow. Or talk. music. You like to play music. Yeah, I'm, I'm a pillow talk kind of guy. I'm a musician. So for me, unwinding means in our household putting my phone away and either having some conversation with with Kate again, either some pillow talk or just. Yeah, playing some instrumental. I like writing stuff on guitar, and I really enjoy playing worship music. And so a lot of times we'll get that out for, for our daughter before bedtime for her, and I'll just kind of keep it going. So yeah, I, I wind down by, by usually one of those two methods. A relaxing bath is also like a really popular thing for a lot of people. Um, yeah, just find something that feels relaxing to you that helps take away your stress, your cares of the world, and Maybe it allows you to meditate some on the word of the Lord. Yeah, maybe even reading scripture before bed. I know I'm somebody who can't read deep theological things before bed because I'll fall asleep. But I like to sometimes. What's the point of this, honey? Well, well, I mean, for me, <laughs> I like to read something that's a little bit more peppy because if I fall asleep reading a deep thing, I'll forget where I was at and I'll forget what I was thinking. So to me, I like reading deep theological things throughout the day so I actually can comprehend that. But for me, like reading a fun, like fictional book before so I go to what, bed. So what do you enjoy reading right now, Andrew? Well, right now I'm reading The Silmarillion, which is uh, a really, really, really deep book. And that sometimes <laughs> puts me out more than anything, but it's not theological. Which is the point of it. We're talking about winding down. I know. Helps you fall asleep. I don't want to fall I asleep mean. in the middle of my chapter, though. I hate <laughs> dog-earing the middle of a page. It's tough. So if you have insomnia, get out The Silmarillion. You heard it from Andrew first. <laughs> <laughs> Tolkien really knows what he's doing. I'll just say that. he, he, he did, No, you do like the book. It's really good, yeah. Another thing, especially as we're kind of heading into summer here, is to make sure your room is colder. If you're somebody that really does struggle to fall asleep or stay asleep, it has been scientifically proven that a colder environment, specifically in that 60s. 60 to 67 degrees is optimal temperature for sleeping. Yep. So we um, sometimes care more about our budget than our sleep, and we will allow our house to get up to 78 degrees. (gasps) But... Maybe this is the year. Maybe this is the year we prioritize our sleep. <laughs> <laughs> with, with the 18 months old, I would, I would, I would hope so. Yeah, yeah. So the next area we talk about, we, we talked about the first, the mind. We have, we have our tips are mind, body, and soul. So, so that's talk, true. We talked about the mindset, right? Um, you know, removing work, allowing ourselves to read a book, spending time off electronics, creating habitual patterns before we go to bed. Our body, right? What are tips for better bodily rest? We talked about this. Cold sleeping temperatures, no screens, removing as much tech. Really, even looking at some magnesium baths or magnesium sprays are Mm -hmm. really good for you. Again, it lets your body kind of kickstart that circadian rhythm. You know what else is really high in magnesium is cocoa powder. So if you want a glass of hot chocolate or chocolate milk before bed, that is like your reason you to do heard it. it here first <laughs> folks right we do we love making hot chocolate before bed that's not the the packaged hot cocoa no, it's, no, no. it's it's raw it's cacao right cacao powder yeah it's yes. cacao powder with maple syrup yeah we use a little bit of maple syrup to sweeten it up and then yeah for for your soul so we have mind body and soul the soul um tips we talked about this just taking time to dedicate 
a quietness, a quietness of your heart, of your spirit, of your soul to God. God calls us, he gives us gifts and unique things and, and ways that we, we see the world, you know, whether you're an Enneagram or you're a DISC or you're whatever kind of personality type assessment you like, we are all wired a little bit different. And, you know, I, I connect with the Lord. And I'm a very artistic guy. So like for me, drawing, I would assume I like painting. I haven't really painted a whole lot. But painting, writing music, singing, those are things that really... I connect with my Savior in a unique way when I'm doing that. My wife, she's a reader. She's a journaler. She loves to do that kind of thing. So finding time and ways that you connect that's unique to you and that's, that's important to you and that is, is enjoyable to you, whether it's maybe going for a walk in nature or going for a run, exercising, those things, your, your Lord created you to take delight in Him. And so it's important to find ways that delight Him, but also mm-hmm. connect with Him. That's good. And this is a less serious tip, but a lot of people too that might have a racing mind or perhaps they do feel the Lord is prompting something on their mind in the middle of the night or whatever, will keep a little journal next to their bed or a little note card so they can just jot down some thoughts that they might otherwise be sitting there stewing on for an hour. And if they have the opportunity to just write it down, know that they won't forget about it in the morning can help them pass out to sleep way quicker. So if you're somebody that has a lot of thoughts at night or in the middle of the night, I would say maybe just get out, talk, get out of bed, talk to the Lord about it, maybe write it down and allow yourself to just be relaxed, trust in the Lord, know that he's got you, know that he is going to provide for you and not spend time worrying about the next day. That's really good. Hey guys, be sure to check us out on Instagram. We have an Instagram that we are uploading stuff to daily. We, we like sharing reels of like workouts or fun, healthy uh, recipes or just family outings that we like to do. Um, you guys can see our faces. And if you guys want to connect with us, you can do so there. Or we have obviously our email, uh, which you can find at uh, myhopefm.com. So please, please feel free to reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you guys. We want to make sure that we're putting out content that you guys want to hear and let us know what you think. We want to know what your your thoughts are on this. Thanks for listening to the Daily Well Podcast with Andrew and Kate Seppo. We pray that you're able to take a piece of information back to use for your health journey. And if you'd like to reach out to us, you can at myhopefm.net. Just click podcast.